first. I'm just yeah. money, money, money. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hello, we are here at Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 33 of Untamed Shrews Women Talk Theater, presented by the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. I'm Dawn. And I'm Becky. And I'm Hannah. Today's episode is a shrews-only chat. (laughs) We will be discussing the business side of theater, being an artist administrator, and all of that what all of what that entails <laughs> but before we get into it how are my shrews <laughs> oh no oh, well that's a that's um, a go time for dawn i'm very pregnant you are very I'm so pregnant. done but i'm not done so yeah. got like three yeah. more months to go um i think i've already hinted this one's just been so much harder than the last one but Sadly, last time I was at the studio, I noticed my abs were peaking, Mm, so I had a conversation with a wonderful uh, pelvic floor PT in town, Amy Flory, if you're Mm -hmm. looking for a pelvic floor (laughs) PT. I had a conversation with her, and it was basically like, yeah, you can tape them, you can do this, you can do that, but you should just stop. So that was really hard. Um, So I'm still at the studio because I have like an apprentice kind of like body double to help me with things. But basically, there's no way for me to get on the trapeze without my abs peaking. And when they're peaking, what it means is they're they're pushing apart from each other. Mm. So the more you do it, the more they stretch and the more work you have to do postpartum to get them back together. So it didn't happen in my pregnancy with Blake until like eight and a half months that I had some peaking. Mm. And I had no separation, so I was able to come back really fast. So just trying to focus on what it will look like postpartum and, like, kind of chill about what's going on now. But it's really hard. It's yeah, just yeah. – it's yeah. been it's been more more loss of autonomy this time than last time. And I think it's just – that's a tricky that's part of tough. pregnancy. Yeah. yeah it's, you are now not you. You're you and someone else. <laughs> and, it's so strange yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. But, I mean, she's moving a lot, which is fun because then it's like, oh – there she is. There she is. And like, yeah. you know, get to like interact with her a little, which is fun. And Aww. definitely this time feel more positive just because um, I actually know what it's like after you have a baby. Whereas last time was just pregnancy was so miserable. And I mm-hmm. also had no idea what having a baby was like. So I didn't have like the goal in mind. I was just like, then I'm going to have a baby. And everyone tells me I'm never going to sleep again, which is yeah. bull. You totally can sleep again just (laughs) just whatever's important to you you can do again (laughs) but um but yeah she so this time it's like oh yeah I know what that's like like I know what it'll be like to hold her in my arms and like watch her grow up and watch her smile and so like it's just a little easier to hold on to the end than it was last time where it was like what am I even doing and what if I hate being a mom and what if this whole thing is a disaster yeah So it's a little bit yeah. better, but yeah, that's what's going on. And I was supposed to go on one more trip, like to see some friends, and uh, I just we went on a trip to the East Coast, which was great. We saw a ton of family, um, had an amazing time, but it was really hard on me physically. So mm-hmm. I've decided not to go on that additional trip. So yeah. just yeah. feel like I'm giving up more and more mm-hmm. and more, and that's when 
rough. And it's coming yeah. like a little sooner than last time. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like, wait, yeah. this wasn't the timeline last time. Yeah. So I wanted it to be that way because I know that. Yeah. Last time you I traveled yeah. through eight months pregnant, I did trapeze through eight and a half months pregnant. It was just so yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And this time, like, I'm just about to hit seven months and everything is like, right. I'm Changing. done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, love. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. It's, it's, you know, it's like, like I said, like at least this time I can keep my eye on the prize. Yep. <laughs> Last time it was just like, what? mm-hmm. what's this unknown? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this is the last one, I swear. I know I said that last time, <laughs> but I swear. <laughs> Sean's gonna hopefully go in, get the whole situation taken care of. <laughs> he was like, I don't know if I should do it. What if you change your mind? And I was like, Exactly. Like you have to get a vasectomy. <laughs> but so they're I can't also ever reversible. Only kind of. Only okay. kind of. Yeah, okay. only somewhat. Okay. No, I thought that yeah. they fully were. No. Yeah. That's oh. kind of a myth. Myth mis- oh. yeah. misconception. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, well, it's a there, little bit of misconception. There are also other ways to have yeah. a third child if that you is, decide. If, and I yeah. don't have to get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yep. All right, that's me. Yep. <laughs> cool. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Hannah? Um. Well, I had my show on Saturday, which was great. Um, I've also kind of already told you both individually, but I will say I... I, it was definitely a learning curve, this one performance. Like, I've done the show five times now, and um, I have some things I want to do better next time, some things that didn't work, some things that did. I think, of course, overall, the show was still good. I'm not saying I, like, did a bad show, but I do think that I I was telling to both of you that, like, it felt like a dress rehearsal. It just felt like it wasn't as smooth as I really would have hoped it to have, be, to have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the hard part about um, doing a show on your own because you rehearse on your own, you make all the choices on your own, there's no one there to practice in front of. It's just me most of the time in my bedroom. Like, <laughs> you know, I rehearse that show hours and hours and hours and, you know, but it's not like I had a director to do it for or an audience, right. like a practice audience. I never had a dress rehearsal and I tweaked the show a little bit since the last time. So like none of those new changes were I able, was I able to like, you know, feel out. So yeah, a definitely a learning curve. Um, so that's that, but it's, I'm in the process already of, you know, trying to send it out to new places. I have a trailer being made for the show and that kind of thing. I already semi, I'm not going to say it because it's, uh, I can tell you guys later, but the ink is not dry, but I already basically have an offer to do it down at a company in Phoenix. Lovely. um, Which is exciting. So that's that. Um, I will say like, since I talked about body image a lot last month, still been like a little bit hard, but what's been interesting about this month is like, I've seen my body change in like new ways. So I've been, I mean, I've done CrossFit for about a year now, but I've recently increased all the way up to three times a week. So I'm doing three hours of aerial and three hours of CrossFit a week, which mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. And my body is changing like rapidly in ways it's like literally never happened before. So like 
I, even when I was plus sized, my legs were just naturally very thin. My thighs are so big because Mel <laughs> makes me do so many squats that they're like actively rubbing against each other. And like, guys, I know okay. it sounds silly, but like I've never experienced this. <laughs> not in this way. Like, of course, yeah. my thighs touch. I'm not like so like yeah. I'm not soup. I'm not that thin. I've never <laughs> been that thin where like my th- thighs just like physically don't touch. But they're like actively smooshed against each other now. They're <laughs> getting like red. Yeah. Thick thighs and like Mel's like thick thighs save lives Hannah and I'm like that's fine but I need to figure this out so it's a new experience so that has been um sort of the new version of like body image stuff this month where I'm like oh like my back is getting so large that like none of my clothes fit yeah (laughs) I'm gaining weight in new places and I'm like well none of my dresses fit Like they fit me in the waist, but I can't get them to close around my boobs or like this (laughs) or that. So um, that has been new. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the show and lots of working out just because I started, I'm now an apprentice at the aerial studio. So I'm like actively now teaching. So I've just been really upping my cross training because I've got to be ready to start teaching. Like I got to be so strong to, if I'm going to teach other people to be strong, I have to be crazy strong. So I've just been like really (laughs) upping my game. But other than that, I go into Tahoe next week for family vacay. Um, Just like have a couple of fun things coming up and yeah, that's like mostly me. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I have so much. (laughs) I have done so much in the last month or so. Yeah, you've been gone a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I wrote them down because I don't want to (laughs) forget. I love you. Okay, so I visited my brother in Asheville um, because Allegiant Airlines, Budget Airlines, has a direct flight from Phoenix to Asheville. Like, Phoenix, big hub. Asheville, super tiny, Tiny small airport. Like, comparable to Flagstaff. Um, So that was really nice to just, like, get to hang out with him, like, as adults, you know, but like not like for like a family function because right, I yeah. realized like, that yeah Hanukkah yeah. or yeah. Easter. Oh, Easter. Well, well, I don't celebrate Easter, Easter, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but like, like a family sanctioned event. Yeah, like a wedding, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Just but just hang out in your lives. Yeah, and yeah. like so, I got to like meet some of his friends or like re meet them because apparently I may have met them like ten years ago at college graduation. Like, <laughs> yeah, so that was really nice. Um, and then a couple days after I got back, my parents and my uncle came to town. We did the climb to conquer cancer with the American Cancer Society yeah. here in Flagstaff, um, and that was a great event. Um, thank you to everyone who donated. Mm and support it um, in other ways. Um, There was a, so at the very end of the walk, so we had um, shirts that said Team Becky on the back. And at the very end of the walk, um, there was somebody from another organization who came up and said, oh, are you Becky? Like, I've, I've seen you on the fundraising page. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I think Becky was rocking it. Yes, we were. Um, (laughs) Because I I think we were the top, um, like, individual like team, team like not like an organization um so shout out to my parents and my uncle for leading that <laughs> um okay and then my mom and I so then my uncle and my dad left and my mom stayed for a couple extra days um and we went to Lake Havasu City like a <laughs> uh-huh. Wednesday to a Friday uh-huh did you see the London Bridge we did yes <laughs> it was very exciting the weirdest so thing silly. of all time yeah so strange yeah. welcome to Arizona yeah <laughs> so so crazy and we also um last week or so we watched there's an episode of like 
ghost hunters or ghost adventures uh, that does like Havasu City with the London Bridge. Okay. But the things that like they experience, like my mom and I were like, oh, that's very interesting. Like we did not feel that when we were there. Yeah. Like just like, you know, thoughts of jumping off the bridge or Whoa. like, yeah, oh like, my. yeah, like stuff like that. Um, but we're like, oh, like we did not experience that. Um, <laughs> well, good. Yeah. 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 I'm glad yeah. you didn't feel those feelings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, like, Lake Havasu City, I guess, gets the rap of being, like, a party city. And mm-hmm. at least during the week, we did not feel that. <laughs> Friday, as, like, we were getting ready to leave, it definitely felt like the bachelor parties and bachelorette parties were coming <laughs> in. Like, but we're like, oh, okay, like, but we felt great. That's like, so funny. Wednesday through Friday. I thought that Lake Havasu City was absolutely a retirement community. Oh, it might be. I thought that it was the opposite. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like when people say Lake Havasu City, I was like, oh yeah, like the sleepiest little town. No, no. no. It's apparently Is like it like the Palm it's Springs kind of touristy. Of Arizona. Touristy. Why haven't we gone? I mean, we should go. Yeah, it Just was a lot of fun. In the, like in the late fall, early winter, because yeah. it is also the oh, hottest city hot. in Arizona. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not Yuma. Hot. No, I'm pretty sure it's Lake Havasu. I mean, That's I believe crazy. that. Yeah, I mean, the lowest temperature it got was probably like 90 degrees. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, like in the middle of the night. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Cool. Um. Okay, and then at the Flagstaff Foundry, <laughs> I shaved my head. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, I was super nervous. Uh, shout out to Marin Louise for helping me with my script. Shout out to Kaylee Ryan for doing the damn thing and yeah. shaving my head yeah. for me. Oh, you got Kaylee to do yeah. it. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Kaylee's I, a professional. No, she is. Yeah. no one we would trust otherwise with our hairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly. Um, yeah, I feel really good about it. But there is a part of me. So... Okay, so then after that, um, I went back home for, like, Labor Day weekend um, because there was a young adult's uh, cancer camp um, that happened just outside of Pittsburgh. And I just had this, like, I don't know, like, dichotomy of, like, being happy that I have shaved my head and, like, I feel good about it. But also, like, oh, no, but, like, I do, like, one, like, this, I was able to choose this. Like, I chose this. And two, like, no, I have really beautiful hair. Like, Mm -hmm. you just don't know it. And you don't know me with curly hair. Because, like, (laughs) because there's, um, I don't know if you've heard of chemo curls. Like, sometimes when people lose their hair, when it grows back, um, it grows back curly. Um, Excuse me. And so, like, some people are like, I don't know what to do with my hair. Like, I've never had curly hair before. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, they're not going to go to the person who has, like, a buzz cut to ask for help with that. Oh, it, and you're I, like, I, I could tell you what to do with yeah. curly hair. But I'm like, no, I love this. Like, this was what I was doing before I got diagnosed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so that was in Pittsburgh. And then my parents live in Philly. So I went home to Philly for a couple days. And then, um, so my uh, cousin had a baby in July. So I got Aww. to meet uh, baby Charlotte. Aww. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Durango for work. So many things. So many yeah. things. Yeah, you were yeah. gone a lot. I yeah. was like, you were like yeah. in and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't even seen your shaved head yet. Yes. Yeah. How long, how um, little you've oh, been really? here. Yeah. No, I ha- on a picture. Yeah. I've seen a picture. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. couldn't, I I couldn't make it to that night of foundry because I was so yeah. nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Which yeah. is another, yeah. <laughs> I saw it for like a day before she left. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, I was so bummed because I was here and I could have gone. Yeah. And I got so sick that night. I got to send you the video. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. A couple people videotaped it. it. Oh, I feel like there's something else. Oh, and then today, uh, I'm fresh out of chemo, fresh yes. out of the chemo chair. Oh, I had an you infusion. Just did it today. 
Yeah. Um, which I thought you meant you were done, and then I was like, no, October. She oh, no, yeah. October. Yeah, October. But Soon. I now only have two more chemos left. Yay. So glorious. When's the, when is, when's the done date? Uh, October 25th. Okay, we have to do yeah. something like the day before Epic my birthday. for Halloween or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like chemo, a combo end of yeah. chemo Halloween yes. party and just Love like it. blow Wigs it Wigs of plenty. Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the name Wait. of the party, Wigs of Wigs plenty. Do you remember when there was that like meme where it was like, I don't know, like some group of people, another group of people, and then underneath it was the two, like two shaking hands. Yeah. So it's like. Chemo patients or cancer patients Halloween. and Halloween, like wigs. wigs. <laughs> <laughs> the, Venn the, Venn diagram. Diagram. the Venn diagram of Halloween it's and chemo wigs. <laughs> yeah. Plus well. theater. Ooh. I love, yeah. I love this. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. If we all have yeah. to wear, like everyone has, has to, to wear, wear a wig. That's actually really fun. I like, hate okay. wigs more than anything in the world. And <laughs> I would we'll wear, wear a wig to your you. party. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, gotta okay. be wigged. Okay. <laughs> gotta be wigged. <laughs> I don't know. Wigs of Plenty is still. Uh, it's I, that doing that it for should me. totally be the name of the Yeah. But the rule should be you have to cover the wig. Whatever else your costume is fine, wig necessary. Yes. No wig, no entry. No wig. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. So, so that's what I've been doing so since the last time we recorded. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also emceeing the next Foundry, yeah. which is exciting. Oh, yeah. So if yes. you're around, that's yeah. on September 30th. Great. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be fun. But, all right. Yes. So. Down to business. Down yes. to business, literally. <laughs> yes. Okay. So today's topic, Shrew Crew, is about business. Specifically, kind of what we're going for is, you know, uh, specifically at Flag Shakes. Wow, so many uses of the word specifically. Um, <laughs> at Flag Shakes, we have an artist administrator model. And basically what that means is that the administrators of our company are also artists. So we have an artist background, sometimes even a degree that's an arts degree rather than like a business degree. But then we do both. We are both artists within the company and administrators. And what does that look like? What does that mean? And Along those lines, what can we sort of illuminate as artist administrators for the Shrew Crew about the business side of things? So yeah. perhaps, you know, an actor is listening to this and, you know, they just, they obviously audition, they get hired, they do the thing, but they don't necessarily know what is happening um, behind the scenes or if they're working for an artist administrator model company, what does that mean when it comes to like how they interact with us or how we yeah. interact with them? Or uh, even like prong number three, maybe they are an artist and they want to consider becoming an artist administrator because perhaps they need to make that extra money or they have a skill set that would, you know, behoove them to do both. So yeah. as we've said, or they want to do both. Yeah. yeah. Or they want to do both. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. So as we've mentioned many times before, that's kind of, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say all three of us have very yeah. sort of different backgrounds and very different expertise of what we're good at and what, uh, we do within our company and other companies. Um, yeah. So Don, I think you especially have like a very long list of things. So yeah, yeah. And I, I'd love to start more, you know, something you just touched on, which is kind of the journey mm. of becoming an artist administrator. And mm -hmm. I think we could each talk about this. And I think it's one of the, you know, those underlying things that probably speaks to the larger issue. Because yeah, I could talk about tax letters right. and QuickBooks and CRMs <laughs> and all kinds of things that are like really mm -hmm. nitty gritty. Mm -hmm. 
boring and <laughs> detail oriented. But I think the trajectory is what's really fascinating to me because obviously mm-hmm. I didn't get my BFA in theater performance right. to run a customer management system. And like that wasn't my yeah. that wasn't the, the goal, goal of getting my BFA. <laughs> and then I, you know, I got my master's degree. I got even more specific into doing like classical theater. But the trajectory of it is kind of interesting and I feel like I sort of because I got a master's degree I fell into it through education Mm -hmm. because once you have a master's degree it opens up a lot of education it it opens up uh, ability to work in charter schools uh, to work at community colleges Mm -hmm. to work at colleges so it really changes that kind of thing and so I started off sort of doing education for theater companies as like my first administrator kind of duty like a teaching artist kind of yeah kind of and and so it it was just very interesting to me because as the years went on I pulled more and more back from the artistic side of things and went more and more forward into the administrator side of things and I think that 13 year old me would have been like that is not the dream like that Mm -hmm. is so sad yeah. like why is <laughs> what that what doing? happened yeah yeah but I actually found at a certain point that I felt like I was better at facilitating the creation of art mm. than not than doing it but uh, the day in day out but then a lot of people yeah. are at facilitating the creation of art do you know yeah. what it, so I know I because I feel yeah. very similarly okay. um yeah like not to say that I'm not good at creating the art itself but I feel like I'm really Really good at like okay let's get these group of people together okay like where are we meeting what's the budget like Mm -hmm, I feel like mm -hmm. I I feel very similarly okay yeah yeah. so then and and then that's part that's a huge and essential part of the art is to have someone who can facilitate and create it yeah and because not everyone in the arts has that same skill set or ability to sort of like transfer between the two yeah then it kind of felt to me like oh this is where I belong because this is how I can do this is how I will in the end create the most meaningful art Mm -hmm. is from the backside Mm -hmm. now it doesn't mean I love every single thing that I do in that like facilitating and creating art yeah a lot of it is super boring and and I yeah. and there were years of imposter syndrome because it was like, well, I'm I'm the executive director of this festival, and then you know behind the scenes just trying to like figure out how to use a budgeting document or like get things in Excel in a line to add up to something right. at the end of the line, and having to learn all of that and feeling like I was a real imposter, but also yeah. knowing that it was the only way to make the company and my life work. Mm-hmm. So I had the you know like the drive to do it is also a really hard and interesting place. And then harder, I think, even for women because women tend towards that imposter syndrome feeling Mm -hmm. in the first place, whereas men feel a little bit more, like, confident about their skills. (laughs) Wait, okay, the other day I was – because you know how, like – or I'm sure you've heard, like – apply for the job as if you have like the confidence of like a mediocre white man or something like that (laughs) and I was just thinking like I was crossing the street and I was like behind this white man and he did not look in either direction and he just (laughs) trusted that cars would stop for him and I was like whoa like like go about your life as if you are a white man crossing the street and cars will just stop because that is not my experience nope yeah that's not my experience either my experience is people getting so angry (laughs) yeah or like just 
I don't know, because I also like stood at that crosswalk and like three cars went by before and a car was like, oh yeah, I guess we should stop. I guess we should let this person cross the <laughs> road. The crosswalk, yeah. Um, but John, so I, because I also feel very similarly about the imposter syndrome. Yeah. And then like conversely, I also, and I still think sometimes I struggle with it. Like it, we place a lot of like emphasis on the art and yeah, like that's important. And I feel like I was feeling self-conscious that like, or maybe not self maybe self-conscious isn't the right word but feeling like my skills outside of the art like the facilitating of the art were like less than yeah and so like I also struggled with like feeling confident in that but mm-hmm. in like a different way of like not an imposter but like a I don't know, less worthy? The perceived judgment of yeah. it, the perceived value of it. Yeah. It's really interesting. So I read this thing that kind of blew my mind and I can't remember exactly how it was phrased, but it was like, whatever you're the most self-conscious about, you need to stop judging people on. And I was like, mm. oh, this makes complete sense yeah. because when I see people who I went to school with and they're not doing theater, my first thought is, oh, they quit. They gave up the dream. They, they're they not doing that. Instead of thinking, oh, they pivoted. They have a yeah. new dream. They yeah. have a – and so then I would ref- I would do that to myself, right? Like people are going to look I at leave, me yeah. and they're going to see I'm not acting. I'm not directing. Yes. I'm just at currently popping out babies and rectifying <laughs> transactions and spreadsheets. Transitions. And they're going to be like, she – quit her dream but that's not true like I pivoted yeah. my so it's very interesting to me you're also like, running one of the best professional theaters in Arizona oh so. thank you you're just <laughs> fine my love no I know but I think it's I think it is a beautiful like piece of self-reflection to be like oh am I judging myself because I judge others mm. and if I let go of that judgment and I didn't say like oh this is a lesser skill than acting or directing yeah. if I didn't if I didn't judge other people on that, would I be being easier on mm. myself? Yeah. yeah. And that's a really, I think that was like pretty profoundly life-changing for me because now mm. anything, when I feel self-conscious and I'm like, oh, people are going to, th-, I'm like, oh, are you judging people about that? Because maybe if you are, you should stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you won't feel yeah. self-conscious about it yourself yeah. because you won't be judging yourself. Yeah. So I just thought it was a really interesting thing. But I totally know what you're saying because there is this yeah. like perceived value or whatever yeah. within yeah. you know the arts world and making the art is or the being highest. the artist yeah. is the highest. Yeah. But I think that that's, you know, it's – it's all equal. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are all equally making the art. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And at least for me, it really was more of a practical change. Like, I always had the proclivity for, um, you know, I was just always a very organized person. I was very academic. You know, I was the... The person in the class, you know, I was the teacher's pet. I was always like all of my assignments were on, on in on time. And like <laughs> yeah. it was just like that was the person I was. But I really only focused to begin with on performing the art itself. And my dad always said, but you're just so good at this. You're just so good yeah. at this. You need to do leadership stuff. You need to do this. You need to do that. So, but really until you gave me my, you know, uh, arts admin job, like I wasn't 
really looking for it. Like, you know, when I first came to Flag Shakes, I came as an actor. And my first job that you gave me was I was our housing manager. So I did all of our housing. And I think that you just saw that I was the kind of person that showed up on time. Yeah, would and actually get something emails done. And did yeah. this and did that. If and, given a task, right, would accomplish that. Yeah. Will accomplish. <laughs> so then I did that one and I did that one well. So you gave me new jobs and then I just kept doing new jobs and then all of a sudden uh, like six and a half years later I'm accidentally an arts administrator Um, which is funny but because like I don't have a degree in marketing I just have a good eye and I appreciate style and color and um, I you know am very detail oriented which all of that goes into graphic design and Mm -hmm. photos and images and video and brand awareness and you know like running a social media account I'm a really good I'm a good writer I'm a good copy editor but that's because I'm a reader and I've always loved literature and so it's like it's not like I meant to become a copy and then I got a job (laughs) as a copy editor during the pandemic and like all these things so like I accidentally became a copy editor. Uh-huh. I accidentally became a... Now I'm a social media manager for like five brands <laughs> on accident. So it's like it just kind of happened. But I mean, it really was because of you, for one thing. No. But it just kind of happened. And it wasn't because I was looking for it, but it was because I needed the money, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people, when it's specifically the arts administrator model, they know they want to be in the world of theater. They mm-hmm. know they want to be in the world of art or dance or ballet or whatever. So, but they have the skill in marketing or they have the skill in finance. So they become the bookkeeper or whatever right. it is. And then they're still working for a company that they just like f- really are proud of the of the work right. they're doing exactly because yeah. the company money, that values yeah. them too yeah right. and the money matter like we need right. the money yeah mm-hmm. but but that's another interesting thing right like how are you going to get the money are you going to get your money by investing the extra time in the arts on the backside of arts or are you going to get a completely unrelated day job right. no which is fine. Totally I, fine. Sometimes I wish I had a completely yeah. unrelated yeah. day job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I do. Yeah. But I think that like there's no shame in saying I started doing it because I needed the money. Right. Like we we all know that in this mountain town we are not making a no. living as an actor. No. We are it not making contribute. a living as a director. Yeah. Like yeah. one, you know, and this is something I'm really passionate about and we'll get like on my soapbox about. Mm-hmm. But when when other theater companies in this town start paying their actors, maybe like maybe yeah. it'll start to happen. Yeah. But, you know, we don't have we don't have that like yet. Uh, professional yeah. market yet. Yeah. So it's just not happening. Yeah. Right. Um, but when we do, maybe that will maybe that will kick something off and we mm-hmm. can. But for now, we all need other jobs. Yeah. Right. And yeah, do, where do you want to put that effort? Which right. company do you want to put it exactly. into? And yeah. I would rather put my t- my marketing time, my marketing expertise into a company that also asks my opinion on the shows we do. Yeah. And also supports me as an artist. Like yeah. I'm doing, I just produced my show twice at this company. So it's like, yes, my day job is marketing, but I am marketing shows that I love and I know Shakespeare well. (laughs) So when I write the press release about the show, I actually know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Because like sometimes like I run a, a CrossFit brand and I have to be like, so what does this mean sometimes? It's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, like, I know what looks good. I'm a really good writer, but I don't know the, like, you know, actual 
like any acronyms science. or something. Yeah, like or I don't that. know the yeah. science behind yeah. things. Or yeah, like the acronym. Like I know a lot of those now, but that's like through a lot of <laughs> a lot of time. But like where whereas when I came into marketing theater, I knew it all. I knew it all yeah. day one. I knew what it meant. I know what the show's about. I know what Shakespeare's about. Yeah. I know, you know, just the history of Shakespeare, all that stuff. So it's like you bring your little thing you are good at, and if you take it into a, a theater brand or a theater company or a theater nonprofit or whatever it happens to be an art company, then you know that you're contributing to art as a whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not the one painting the set or right. doing the acting or, you know, you're working at the museum for, you know, like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's contributing to the larger arts culture yeah. or the arts sector. Really. Right. Yeah. 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 And I totally you, agree. you also get to be part of the change that you want to see. True. Within the arts right. world. And yeah, I mean, I think like... The way things are run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And making things more equitable and, uh-huh. oh, yeah, being part of the like recognizing, oh, what are our blind spots and how can we improve upon those? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like even in today's staff meeting, you know, like, of course, like I contribute, I contribute to the marketing portions of the conversation, but we all contribute to the... the um, actor issues like you know we had a, a discussion about giving actors a day off a certain day and like all four of us contributed to that conversation yeah. and even though I'm the marketing director you know I'm still contributing to the larger culture that flag yeah. shakes is mm-hmm. and something that I'm really proud about like I had an actor tell me this summer like she came to me and she said I'm just so happy like flag shakes just makes me feel so safe like you guys are working so hard behind the scenes to make sure that we're happy and if something does happen like I know it's gonna get fixed or I know that it's gonna get addressed and I know that I'm like being taken care of as a human and so we're creating a culture as a whole even though you know you're the executive director and justice is the is the uh, production manager and like even though Justice is just mostly in charge of the dates and the paperwork, he still absolutely gets to contribute to the thoughts and ideas of the company. Which I think is one of the things that I really support about the artist administrator model specifically, because then you're contributing to that company culture and contributing to all of that through Mm -hmm. both lenses. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting lost in the administrative of it and just being like, this is how this, like we can reflect on our Mm -hmm. experiences as actors, our experiences as directors, our experiences as tech crew and go, oh, well, here are the things that would really help because we actually know yeah. <laughs> as opposed to someone who's just really great with QuickBooks mm-hmm. yeah. but has no idea what it feels like right. to be an actor. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some like this summer I had an actor come to me and they were like, "Can I get any portion of my paycheck?" five days early I have a car like I have a car payment that I have to make and I was like I can give you the whole thing a week (laughs) early like it doesn't matter you just know you got it and it's done like it's not coming later and they were so grateful but that comes out of the memory of knowing what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. a contracted pay you know to be on contracted pay and to be waiting for that next chunk of money Mm -hmm. and you need that next chunk of money not always when it's coming because like 
the yeah. real world has demands. Like your car payment yeah. is due the first of the month, not the third of the month when right. your contract yeah. is set Happens up to. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, being able to have a little bit of like open mindedness and flexibility even though that part of my job maybe doesn't require it mm-hmm. <laughs> or or yeah. really, you know, like probably it's bad accounting. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, I'll just put no, it in the spreadsheet. It happened. <laughs> like, no, I'm, yeah, I mean, because I can think of a time where like an actor has asked. It's, I was working with a company and we provided a travel stipend and it. I don't know if it was like given halfway through or split up between the weeks or whatnot, but they asked for it at the start so that they could pay for their housing with that money right at the start. And the producer said, yeah, that makes sense. Well, this kind of leads into something we talked about like right before we got in here, which is that you had some things to discuss about like the business side of things and how actors and everyone else can advocate for themselves. Yeah. So I guess it kind of like flows naturally into that. Like you can ask for, yeah, yeah, like, you know, the, it's not, it's not maybe as rigid on, the the other end of things as you think it might be yeah um sometimes it is sometimes budgets are budgets yeah and you're yeah. strapped and that's do. exactly your budget yeah sometimes you know there were there were times in flag shakes history where i couldn't have done what i did for this actor where i i would have had to say because now we have our own we were doing our own ticketing for this summer so it's a little different mm-hmm. i was getting the money all along well there are a lot of oh. times in a lot of shows where we don't do our own ticketing so we're waiting venue, yeah that lump payment comes to us, like and that's end. why we've weeks set later. that date. Weeks yeah. later. Yeah. So we, venue yeah. has to pay us. Right. So we've told the actor, here's when you get paid. And honestly, sometimes we can't do anything about it because mm-hmm. yeah. we haven't gotten paid. Yeah. So not yeah. to say that it's always flexible, but that if you are an actor, art, you know, artist mm-hmm. working in this field, and you especially come across a company with an artist administrator model, you have you you should feel like you can like yeah. knock on that door and yeah. ask that question yeah. yeah and just see what's possible but you had a couple mm-hmm. others becky yeah. that you were like simple things that yeah like on the business side of things you could ask for yeah just like things that i've either been on well either that i have asked for like been on the receiving end of asking or just like things that i've heard um but like some things you can ask for um like before you sign a contract or an offer um like you could ask for if you're like as a stage manager oftentimes I was using my own computer and I didn't know or didn't think to ask about receiving like compensation for that because that's wear and tear on my personal property um and or or, yeah so either that or asking if there was a company computer that I could use instead of my own right because that's like when you brought up that one I was like oh yeah computers like they have like a lifespan and they have an ending and they also have like a memory limit and like if you're using all that my entire computer is only flag shake photos yeah (laughs) I know mine is only flag shake stuff documents to the brim well same with my phone to be doing something about goodness gracious I know my poor phone has like 9,000 photos and it's they're like 4,000 of them are flagship. <laughs> yeah. Photos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so like that's something you can ask for. Um, obviously, like travel, excuse me, travel stipends or reimbursements. Um, and now, again, like this isn't to say, like Don said, like it doesn't mean anytime you ask, you're going to get it, but it doesn't right. hurt to ask because right. you might as well. Um, and then just like some other things, uh, if you're working on a show that has like understudies or swings, 
Um, you can ask for like to be to have it put into your contractor offer for a, like a planned swing out um, or a planned swing in. Mm-hmm. So like if you're yeah, understudying the lead and you want a chance to go on, like you can ask for that up front and say, hey, can we do a planned Thursday um, performance? Yeah, like yeah. When I get to, and my parents yeah. can come. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that stuff you can ask for. Um, I also, I'm pretty sure I know somebody who on a tour asked for and got uh, like a gym membership put into his contract. Oh. Yeah, so like any location yeah. that we were in, it was he was guaranteed um, a gym membership. Hmm. I, yeah, that could be old wives tale but i'm pretty sure that was true (laughs) and then like oh yeah like if you're on a tour you could ask for like your own room or like if you're on like a bus and track i think sometimes you end up like sleeping on the bus or or maybe just like traveling not necessarily sleeping on the bus but like when you're traveling from city to city like you can ask to have your own row (laughs) and then you won't have to share a row with anybody yeah yeah so those are just some of the things that and of course also the basics you can ask for you like money isn't a negotiation. Yeah, yeah. So if you come in and say, I want this many more dollars, they can say no, but they yeah. might also be able to scrape it. Yeah. Or like I have had times where nothing was mentioned about a travel stipend. But then when I asked, I very quickly got one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. they might just not be offering it to you because either they're just waiting for you to ask or you they, know, don't know. they don't know if yeah. you need it or so there's yeah. always and again we as administrators know full well that sometimes <laughs> we have to say no yeah because we just, just can't afford it yeah. but sometimes yeah. we can say yes yeah <laughs> um so yeah. those are the basics and we love to say yes. yeah, yeah we obviously we can, want to. nothing feels worse than telling an actor that you can't help them out a little more you right. can't yeah. do the thing yeah like that's really hard and you know it's it's sad for us but even if it doesn't happen for you, what's great about asking is that at least it could also put it in the mind of the company of like, oh, it would be great if we did offer this. Yeah. There was a point in time where flagships didn't offer travel stipends. Right. And then it was like, well, then these contracts that you're offering are very different for actors who live locally right. than actors who are coming from Phoenix. Right. And it was yeah. like, oh, clearly, mm-hmm. you know, and we've done other things, you know, within like actor pay and, and working things out just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Like, so when something comes to us, do we immediately have it in the budget? Maybe not, but maybe. Or for next time, we're like, oh, we need to add a budget line. We got to add a budget yeah. line yeah. to do that thing. Because yeah. just the other day thing. we were talking about like, oh, we have to add a budget line for COVID tests. Yes. Okay, next oh, time yeah. we do that. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, sometimes we're like, oh, we need to add a budget line for actors who are taking other actors to rehearsal yeah so like every you know we will always learn from something new so even if you ask us and we can't give it to you we'll go oh we can't do that this time but next time we will make sure we have it yeah and we either need to make more money to make that happen or we you know take something else out or we you know not compromise but are willing to do something you know for a little bit less money or whatever yeah to like move something around but we just have to we have to budget for that and until we do we you know yeah it's not possible but um 
but yeah, I think something, and I've told both of you that I'm really, really working on, especially as I get older, is to really advocate for myself, to fight for myself, whether that's my time, like sticking to the time that I've agreed to, like this is the amount of time I gave you in the contract. I cannot give you more for the money that I have agreed on. These are the dates that I agreed to come in on, or this is the money that I asked for. Unfortunately, I can't make that work. This, you know, like asking for more money as I get older, as my resume Mm -hmm. gets larger, as I take more contracts, um, and things like that. Sorry to jump in, but if, there's one thing like always 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 ask for more money <laughs> in my opinion again it doesn't mean that the company will be able to give you that right but but sometimes like they have the range that they're comf- that mm-hmm. they've budgeted and they've offered you a lower range or a lower number expecting you to ask to negotiate more. so yeah always 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 do that just in case yeah and and it happens for us all the time someone comes in and they ask for more and we say well we can't do 200 more but we could do 100 more or we could do 30 more (laughs) or we could do or or how about we give you less but we don't ask you to come in as often yeah money is not the only thing that you can right you can leverage maybe they can offer you yeah different housing or like travel Mm -hmm. or whatever it happens to be yeah um there's always options there I think the same thing, just to like kind of wrap it all together and wrap up, is that the same thing could go for if you're interested in being an artist administrator, Mm -hmm. if you're interested in the business side of things. I think just advocating for yourself and letting the company know. I mean, often we are, uh, you know, (laughs) Raquel told me, uh, she helped me with casting for a project. And we were standing on the porch and she was like, oh my gosh, like if there were a job where this is what I could do and I could do that. And I was like oh my gosh, we actually need a person who would do, like the job didn't exist. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once we had already been thinking about creating the job, obviously we still put it out there, marketed it, you know, whatever. But Raquel came to me first and was like, hey, like I I enjoy doing this. Like I'm good at this and I would be interested in a position for this. So even if there's not a position at the company or you're not sure, like there might be, Mm -hmm. there might be a thing, the same, same conversation, you know, you, I kind of thrust duties upon like you (laughs) talked about Hannah, but the same thing happened with justice. You know, he was like, I've always wanted to be more involved, more involved. And it was like, great. You know, we need a new, our production manager left and it was like, we need a new production manager. He applied. Please apply. Like, you know, so I think that also advocating for yourself if what you want to be doing as your day job right. is arts administration, mm-hmm. just like make that clear to the company that you're at. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it will turn around right away and they'll say, great, we have work for you. But mm-hmm. they might or yeah. six months from now, they might remember that you said that. Yeah. And I think that that's like, you know, kind of ties it all together in the end yeah. as far as like advocating. Yeah, yeah. Advocate for this too if you're interested in it. And then if you want to know a lot of boring stuff, uh, please contact Becky or I. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk taxes. If you're really interested uh, in how to manage duplicates CRM. in a CRM, like <laughs> I would love to let you know. Um, but we won't get into those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think like one final point is like if you are working for a company that utilizes the artist administrator model, just honestly knowing that might change your perspective on the company completely. So like, you know, when you work for Flag Shakes, um, you know, you are seeing Hannah as the marketing director, but you're often seeing Hannah in the room too as an actor or as a costume designer or as a um 
dance choreographer or whatever I happen to be doing on that show because the list is long. But, you know, uh, understanding that we are artists too. We're a lot like you. We think in similar ways. We have very similar experiences. So we're not just like this big, giant, like clomp, (laughs) clomp, clomping, like like yeah, here we like come the, as the executive director the nine and to five desk right like yeah. i'm just yeah. money 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like no not really like dawn is not just the you know like uh, money person like you know exactly mrs. what money it feels bags. like to be mrs money bags <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what it feels like to be an actor or to be a director and also like give sometimes give us grace because we're probably doing a lot and we probably <laughs> and sometimes we can't wear both the hats at yes the same sometimes time. we cannot so it can be really hard when actors approach you mm-hmm. in the rehearsal room as marketing director and mm-hmm. you're trying to be in the room as an actor right. so you know like, just I'm remembering that right too. now i'm so Sorry. Yeah, like I really need you to <laughs> separate <laughs> these things the for a minute for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've had to learn too because like I just worked at Sweet Tea where they are also artist administrator model and I had to actively be like, oh no, he is blank right now. He's acting right now. I should send him a text or an email about that rather than just walking on up to him in his doublet and hose. Yes. <laughs> like, hello, I have a question about my paycheck. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, I'm he's like, I'm, don't I'm you see line. that I'm eating a like granola bar backstage right now? Like, I would like to just be act yourself right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, it's also good to know that like when an artist mini- administrator model is being utilized, like how to know boundaries and like understand that we are only just human. So we do have to switch our hats sometimes and things get really, really busy, especially if we're in a show and doing our regular job. Yeah. So things get busy. But, well, lovely, lovely. I'm (laughs) sure that in the future we will continue. I mean, I feel like we always talk about arts administrator stuff, but that was more of a specific chat. And, yeah, maybe eventually we will get into the nitty-gritty about CRMs and branding (laughs) guides and HR policies. (laughs) Becky has opened my brain to all of the, like, state law that exists (laughs) out there. Sometimes she's just like, Hannah, did you know blank, blank, blank? And I'm like, absolutely, I did not know that. But now that I know, I'm going to use it. Workers' rights. Yeah, workers' rights. So maybe... Maybe we'll get into that more deeply next time or another time. But thank you so much for listening to this month's episode of Untamed Shrews. I'm Hannah. And I'm Becky. And I'm Dawn. Join us in a month for our October episode. Follow Untamed Shrews on our Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on the Flag Shakes website. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on sunsounds.org and the Flag Shakes YouTube also, just so you guys know, I realized that somehow one episode ago, or maybe it was two, um, didn't upload properly to the YouTube. It's like five minutes out of an hour. Oh, no. Oh. And I didn't realize it until recently. So I'm sorry if you were trying to watch the YouTube. I will get that changed eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. Put us in your Instagram stories. Donate at flagshakes.org slash donate. Become a podcast sponsor and buy Shrew Crew merch. And by the way, Shrew Crew merch, we have uh, merch that is clothing, but we also have stickers. So if you want a sticker, just DM us and we can get that to you. Yes. Uh, help support the Shrew Crew. 
This episode of Untamed Shrews, starring Don Tucker, Becky Zeritsky, and Hannah Fonts. Show art by Calliope Ludecker. Podcast theme song by Cadence Lamb. Podcast produced and edited by Hannah Fonts. Presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. And recorded with Sun Sounds of Arizona. Special thanks to our audio engineer, Gina Byers. Thanks, Gina. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>